Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. Achieving my long-term goals is more about creating healthy habits and less about quick fixes. And that's why I love both intermittent fasting and daily harvest. Tim Spector, a gut health expert and founder of Zoe, and Dr. B, gastroenterologist and author of Fiber Fueled, recommend that you aim for at least 30 unique plant foods per week. Daily Harvest helps make it easy. One of my favorite options is the sweet potato and wild rice hash harvest bowl. With Daily Harvest, I'm getting tons of plant-based options built on organic fruits and vegetables that are easy to prep and free of weird ingredients such as fillers, seed oils, and added sugars. Create healthy habits that last with Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com ifstories to get $30 off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com ifstories for $30 off your first box and free shipping. Daily harvest.com slash is stories. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of Delay Don't Deny, Living an Intermittent Fasting Lifestyle. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than deny myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 83 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with McKenna. McKenna is from Ackworth, Georgia, and she is a student at Kennesaw State University. Welcome, McKenna. Hey, Jen. How are you doing? I am doing great. It's good to have another... Georgia accent here on the podcast today? (laughs) I guess I don't really see myself as having an accent, but probably for people listening, I probably have a big Southern accent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't hear it in ourselves, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. We just sound normal. So anyway, great to talk to someone from Georgia. And we were just talking before the podcast started. And I know a lot of Kennesaw State kids because a lot of kids from the Augusta area go there. And so you may even rub shoulders with some of my old students. That would be fun. 
Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> it would be. And one of my my own personal kids looked at their program briefly, but it's a great school. Yeah, it's great. It's 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 growing exponentially every year. It's crazy. Yeah. Georgia is just a great state to live and go to college because of our Hope Scholarship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people um, come to Georgia. We would love to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? So a little bit of backstory. I grew up competitively dancing at my mom's studio here in Georgia. Oh, what kind of dance? I love that because, you know, I'm the, I'm the daughter of a dance teacher. So, you know, dance teacher, daughter to another, what type of dance is your favorite? I really enjoyed like jazz or musical theater, but I did, I did every kind of dance. So ballet, tap, jazz, contemporary, modern, hip hop. See, all that wasn't a thing <laughs> when I was dancing. There was no hip hop. It didn't exist because this was like the 70s and the 80s. But jazz and tap were my favorite. Yeah, I really liked tap too. I, I really liked all of them because it was just a completely different style. And I got to do so many things with them throughout the year. So my mom originally had a her first dance studio she opened before I was born. And then when I was born in 1998, she sold it and then kind of took over the directing side of the competition groups. So I danced there until she opened up her second studio, which was in 2004. And that studio is here in Dallas, Georgia. And then that's when like really my competition, everything started to increase and everything. So, and then my my sisters were born. So I'm the oldest of three sisters and we're all 18 months to two years apart. So we all grew up dancing with them or dancing at, it's called CK Dance Works. So we grew up dancing at CK, you know, so we were very, very active, very athletic and the studio is like our second home. So, oh, I, I we, get it. Yeah, you're there yeah. all the time. When your mom's a dance teacher, you are there all the time. You're taking dance classes all week long. Yeah, that brings back so many memories. The smell of a dance studio is always ingrained in my mind. Some of my earliest memories are being at a dance studio. And even now, my youngest sister, she's a senior, so she's getting ready to graduate. And we're still all, you know, I'm still always up there. But my, my the middle sister, she is college student at UGA, so she doesn't really get to come home as often. But my mom, my mom's like, what am I going to do? You know, when none of my girls like just walk in to see me when I'm working, Aww. she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's going to so be different, gonna but she's got crazy. all yeah. those other surrogate daughters there at the dance oh, studio, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. She's going to have, have plenty, plenty of girl <laughs> Yeah, she will. She will. (laughs) So, um, I, you know, I was very active growing up, but, you know, I would go to school from eight to three and then maybe have like 30 minutes to half an hour uh, before I go to dance. And that was every day of the week, you know, every day of the year, except for like basically a little break during the summer. So I didn't really start dieting until the first time I remember dieting was my freshman year of high school. And I remember doing isogenics. Oh, I did that. Yeah. One of the dance moms at CK started doing it and she was talking to me how much she loved it and everything. And I was like begging my mom to do it. (laughs) So I like begged her to do it and she, she let me do it. And it was honestly terrible. I did not like it. And it was hard. Like the shakes weren't hard. Like, you know, you have to do two shakes and then like a meal, either meal and lunch or meal and dinner. But the the little 
supplements or everything you have to drink in the morning, those were really, I just really didn't like them. And it was really Oh, and they had these little pellets. Do you remember the snacks? Yeah. Those little pellets. Yeah. And you, when you were supposed to eat one every time you were hungry, they kind of remind like me chocolate. of like those chewable vitamins or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. You could get chocolate or vanilla. Yeah, I got the chocolate ones and I was thinking that they were going to taste good. But they, were <laughs> they were not good. That's they were so, so bad. I we were probably not. doing it at the same time. The, the year that you were a freshman in high school was probably the year I was trying it too. I don't know. So that was like 2012. Okay, probably. I, I swear, I think that was about when I was doing it too. I had a, another teacher like turned me on to it. She's like, "There's mm-hmm. so it's so good for you. It's the best nutrition in the world." Right? Is that how they that she sold it at the time? Though, did you even need to lose weight? Oh, when I look back at it, I didn't. But at the time, I was, I guess, just you know, from being in dance and you know, wearing leotards and ballet and those costumes on stage, I, I had a really high body self awareness. I guess you would say. I get and it. Yeah. When I look back at it, no, I didn't need to lose any weight. But I, I guess, at the time, I thought I needed to. Well, yeah, you're wearing leotard and tights all the time. You can see everything on your body. So I get that. Yep. Yeah. So that really maybe lasted like two months. I, w- I did not do it for very long. It was very hard for me. And, you know, my, my two younger sisters and my mom, they've never really had to worry about their weight before. So like, it was just me kind of dieting in the house. And this was after my parents got divorced. So it was just like us four girls in the house. And it was like really hard because they got to eat whatever they wanted. And I was over here Trying Drink to chew a those chocolate, yeah. Trying to chew those Having terrible chocolate <laughs> tablets. <laughs> and did you do the cleanse days? The cleanse days? Did you try those? Um, I think I tried it like one time, but I was so hungry and like I couldn't really do the cleanse with dance because it, I was like literally I would get sick. So I maybe tried it one day, but I don't remember doing it more than that. Well, for people who've never tried it, they had these cleanse days and there was this liquid you're supposed to drink frequently throughout the day. It was the cleansing liquid. And now that we understand the clean fast, basically it was fasting, but drinking this liquid, but it was sweet and it was fruity. And so all day long, we're like dirty fasting and no wonder it was miserable. It would have been easier just if we had just fasted. If I had just skipped all the the beverages and skipped the shakes and skipped the snacks and just fasted and had the sensible meal, boom, we would have been done right then. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was, I've never really been a breakfast person. So when I started Isogenics and I had to drink all of those things, like right when I woke up in the morning, it was really hard for me because I didn't really want to. And I like, I wanted that time for my body to be like, okay, now I'm hungry. Like I was used to. So that I really struggled with, but I think one of the shakes you had to like drink it within 10 minutes. Right. You're supposed to drink it right away. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I really kind of want to sip on it. I don't want to have to like down the drink. (laughs) So you did that for a couple months. Did you lose weight? I remember losing a little weight. But I don't really remember the exact numbers because it was, I don't know if I necessarily had like my exact weight when I started. I wasn't super strict, but I just kind of wanted to try the program. But I don't really remember losing like a ton of weight. So yeah, I'd only did that for two to three months and then I stopped and I didn't really diet anymore. And then starting starting my senior year, I decided that I was going to go to Kennesaw State and try out for their dance program. So in the middle of August, we had selected my audition, my audition date for the end of October. 
So that's when um, we had a dance family at CK and they offered to help me with meal plans and exercising plans and everything to kind of get me in shape for that audition. For the audition. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I said before, I don't think I really needed to lose the weight. I just kind of wanted to kind of prepare for that role because I didn't know what, you know, the dance department entailed and I didn't know how hard it was versus what I was doing now. So that's when I really, really started dieting and they, you know, they sat me down and we made a plan. Like I was going to eat every two hours and it was, it was so tiring. And (laughs) I would like run two miles after dance every night. And it just, I lost a lot of weight. I, I probably lost like 25 pounds and I got to probably, I did that from August and I, I kept doing it past the audition because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good and I really like what I'm seeing. So I kept doing it strictly probably until March. The great thing about what I did my senior year though, is they had me drinking black coffee. So like it kind of like prepared me for fasting because the black coffee, as soon as I started, it didn't even phase me. I was like, okay, you were ready for that. How small did you get after you had lost the 25 pounds? So the smallest I got was like probably 127 pounds. And I remember that was... How tall are you? I'm 5'2". Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty short, but that was, I remember being like the smallest I had ever really been in like kind of like my young adult life. Like I really wanted to get to 125, but 127, I was happy. And I really my healthy weight growing up like middle school and like high school and stuff, I was like 130, 135. So that was me. You were like, probably super muscly with all that dance. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yes. You know, my legs, I have a ton of muscle on my thighs and I still do. And, um, you know, we are very active. So I had, I was, yeah, very mus- muscular, I guess you could say, but yeah. So they had me, my junior year, I kind of started drinking coffee and my mom, bought this little frother thing, you know, to put French vanilla cream in this frother. And she would make me kind of like these lattes every morning. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't really start drinking coffee till junior year. So when I had to start drinking black coffee, there was a little bit, you know, a couple of days in there where I had to get used to it. But then as soon as I was used to it, I was fine. So in the morning they had me, yeah, they had me drinking black coffee, a thing of oatmeal and then bananas like a a banana. And then when I would be in in school around like 10, I would eat an apple and like 10 almonds. Oh my gosh. You counted them out. (laughs) Yes. We have all done it though, right? You're your 10. Don't eat 11. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) But don't eat nine. (laughs) Exactly. And then at lunch, I was eating grilled chicken, like that instant brown rice and then broccoli. And then I would leave school at like one thirty-five. So I did because I did work-based learning because I worked at the studio. So I would leave early and I would have like a pure protein bar. And after I would teach dance, I would come home and have like two rice cakes. And then for dinner, I would have the same thing I had for lunch, which was the grilled chicken, brown rice, and broccoli. And I seriously ate that every single day from August to March. I like didn't. I I didn't have anything else. Yeah, like so. I just, I was like, really, I have to eat these rice cakes. Like, <laughs> I, just, yeah, I, I would did, rather I fast than eat a rice yeah, cake. Yeah. And then they had me, and then like, once I started losing weight, they had me add in a shake after dance and before my run. So I was eating, you know, from like eight to like 11 at night. So it was, it was a constant intake of food and kind of towards the end, I was like, I don't really want to eat this much all the time. But I did lose weight and I was at a really healthy 
place for me and I felt good, but it just wasn't really sustainable for my lifestyle. And, you know, I didn't really get to be social with my friends and like we have big dinners with my family and they always got to eat whatever they were eating. And I had to eat my grilled chicken and broccoli and brown rice. (laughs) Wow. Were you counting calories or just sticking to those foods? So I don't really necessarily think I was counting calories, but they had me log everything into my fitness pal. So in a way it was, but I wasn't really focusing on the calories. Yeah. I was just focusing on the um, portions of what I was eating. Like it was really broccoli like every day. Yeah, it was, it was broccoli every day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I do meal delivery, you know, I'm using Martha and Marley spoon right now, which I love so very much, but I had broccoli two times last week and I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I don't order broccoli next week. Yeah, it was broccoli every uh, day. Twice, twice a day. Twice a day. No, yeah. I love broccoli, but. <laughs> oh my goodness. So and funny. that brown yeah. rice, like, you know, you had to heat it up in the microwave and then you eat yeah. it and it just tastes like terrible. Ugh. It was See, so I bad. like but... real brown rice that you put a lot of butter in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what yeah, I want. You, you make it from butter. scratch. And... <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm sure you were butterless and. The plain dry chicken, but we've all been there. What I'm thrilled about is you're the same age as my older son. He was born in 98. What month were you born? I was born in May. Okay, he's March, so he's a tiny bit older than you. But I like to be thinking about all the years that I wasted dieting, and now here you are, the same age as my son, and you you don't have to do that ever again. So it's like thrilling. I know. That's why I'm so thankful that I found intermittent fasting because I see all these, you know, older women or older men and they're like, you know, they're struggling with their weight. And I'm like, well, why don't you just intermittent fast? <laughs> yeah. So you were do- still doing that. It was like March of March of your senior year of high school. You were yeah, still so sticking with it. Yeah. 2016. And then kind of, um, I still kind of kept doing it, but then I was more lenient with it. Like I was eating the dinners with my family and stuff. And I was still drinking black coffee. I kind of was tired of snacking. So I stopped snacking because I'm not really a big snacker anyway. So that was really hard for me to be like, really, I had to eat again. Like I just ate an hour and a half ago. So yeah, I, I kind of stopped that and I didn't, I didn't really diet anymore. And then I went to college. So in that, um, in 2016, in August, I moved to Kennesaw, which is only like 20, 25 minutes away from my house. So I moved to Kennesaw and I started a dance program and I really was only dancing two days a week. And that was a lot less than what I was used to. So I was a lot less active and stuff. And I started like, you know, eating out more with my friends and like the weight kind of crept on a little bit, but I was still in like a really good place. And, you know, I had freshmen have to choose those meal plans. And so I had the, um, the, like the eat at the commons like six times. And then I had like $800 in dining dollars. And that was per semester. So that could, you know, be used anywhere from Chick-fil-A or the Starbucks on campus. And it was untaxed. So you could spend more money than um, you would if you were coming um, just as a regular student. So I was, you know, I was having Starbucks all the time and Chick-fil-A and everything. And then I didn't, you know, I didn't really diet that much, but I wasn't eating very well. Like I was eating out a lot with my friends and with the dance and not being as active, I started to see it kind of creep on a little bit. And then in my freshman year spring break, I I broke my foot. So we were in Mexico and I broke my foot. So I oh, was that's out. the last thing you want to do is break your foot in Mexico. <laughs> I'm <pretty know>. sure. <laughs> <laughs> the terrible thing is I broke it the first full day we were there and we were there for like seven days. 
so I had a really hard time, but I got to like, there was, you know, we had these really long pools. So I like when, when they would walk somewhere, I would swim somewhere. So I, I made it work. Um, but I guess the best, the best place to be, if you break your foot would be in a, um, you know, at a all inclusive resort in a foreign country. So. Okay. Well, that's was, good. I'm glad it was still a pleasant yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. And we actually went back there for Christmas and they were like, we remember you, you broke your foot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was funny. So that was like the beginning of April, my freshman year. And so I kind of, I was out of dance. Like, so our finals were like, um, dances we had been building up for the whole semester. So I just had to take paper finals and just like sit in my dance classes from then on out. And I, then in the summer I changed my major because I really, I really wasn't sure if I wanted to pursue a career in dance because if I wanted to dance, I wanted to do it right out of high school when it was like my prime time. So I changed my major. And so I wasn't active at all coming into my sophomore year. And so that's when I started doing, you know, like keto or like low carb, or I was just really trying to drink more smoothies instead of eating because I wasn't active at all. And that was just kind of a time where the weight kept creeping on. And then sometimes when I was really on top of things, it would go off and it was just like kind of a roller coaster of things. And then that really continued throughout my sophomore year. And then at the summer going into my junior year, I got an internship in Atlanta and that was my first job at an office. So that was my first job sitting at a desk from nine to five. And that's really when the weight started to like come on because you know, I was sitting all day long. I wasn't used to it. And it just really took a toll on my body. And you were probably eating out still a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we would, me and the other interns would go eat lunch. We were there three days a week. So we would go at least two days of the week. And when I would come home, I would, um, you know, not really have that great of a meal for dinner. And I was, I wasn't really eating breakfast. I would get like a really big vanilla latte or something but it wasn't really a big breakfast I was eating. So I was kind of fasting, I guess, but you know, with the cream in my coffee, it wasn't, it wasn't right. at all fasting. You weren't eating, but yeah, we hear that from a lot of people. They're like, well, I, I didn't really eat, but then you, you drill down and you're like, well, it's a latte and it's a diet Coke and it's a, you know, the smoothie. And so all that adds up and keeps that insulin up, 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 which is of course what we don't want. Yeah. So I was, I was at that, um, at that internship. And, um, for that, uh, I was, I started in July and then I went until December when the semester was over and in the middle of that in October. So since my family, my, my mom and my dad, they live so close to me. I, you know, I go sometimes to my dad's or my mom's for dinner some nights and I was at my mom's and we had sat down after dinner and I kind of just like expressed to her like how sad I was and how I wasn't really feeling like myself. And I just really didn't feel like I had control over my body anymore. And we, you know, we had a good talk and stuff. So I left and it's only, you know, it's only a 25 minute drive back to my apartment. And when I get back to my apartment, she sends me this like beginner guide to intermittent fasting. Like it's like a little short clip on YouTube. And she was like, I just found this. Like, I don't know how she found it. Like, I really think it was a sign. Like, um, she was like, maybe you and I should try this. I love that. Was this summer of 2018? Is that when this was? I'm trying to get the time. Yeah. So that uh, summer, summer of 2018, 2018 is when I started okay. the internship, but this was October of, uh, this was October of 2018. 16th. 
Yes. October okay. 16th. Um, so that was that night. And then she was like, so, cause I watched the video and it wasn't, it was like, you know, you go a period of time without eating and you don't drink, you don't eat or drink anything with it. You just drink black coffee. And I was like, okay, I can do this. This is so easy. The next day we, me and her, we both started 16, eight. I love it. You know, having your mom doing it with you just really, I think is so helpful. Yeah. And she was beginning to, um, go into premenopause and everything. So she was doing it for that benefit because she really didn't have any weight to lose because she's really petite. So she was like, yeah, I'll do it with you. Like I've, you know, there's, I feel like this would be a great thing for us. And then the next morning I get up, I don't know what she was doing all night. <laughs> I guess she was researching, um, but she <laughs> sent me your, um, the audio book, uh, from delay don't deny. And she was like, I am listening to this book, listen to it on your way to work. And then, um, we both finished it that day. Like I, I, I listened to it. it on the way to work. I listened to it at work and I listened to it on the way home. <laughs> and then the next morning she sends me you and Melanie's podcasts. So I begin to start listening to that every day on my way to my internship and stuff. And so we started out doing 16, eight. So I would eat lunch when I would go to lunch at 12 and then I wouldn't snack because I was still at work and then I would have dinner and I really like lost 13 pounds right off the bat. Like it was instantly, it was like, I want to say it was in like maybe nine days. It was very fast. And I was, how much weight had you gained? You don't have to say the number unless you want to, but how much weight had you put on during this period of time? It was, it was probably like 50 to 60 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I had immediately lost 13 pounds and it was like shocking to me. I was like, oh my gosh, this like really works. And like, you know, the overall inflammation in my body had really gone away. And I really noticed it from my foot because the foot I had broken, it would get swollen if it would rain or it would hurt if I tried to exercise or whatever. But I haven't had any pain at all in the foot since I've started, which is crazy. That's huge. It really is. Yeah. And that's how I really determined the inflammation in, in my body because of the, the foot and what I saw the before and the after. So I did, we did 16, eight until April of 2019, but starting my spring semester, January of 2019, I started getting these, I want to say like rashes at night. So, and they were like all different, like, you know, sometimes it would be on my chest or my back or like my face and like my face would start swelling up. It was really strange and it would just be at night. So it would keep me up all night and I wasn't sleeping well, but I was still fasting. And like this went on for, from January to like March and I did not know what it was. And, you know, we, we ruled out like bed bugs and my laundry detergent. And we thought it was like the medicine I was taking. It was very, it was very strange because it was only happening when I was getting in bed at night and then I wasn't sleeping all night. And it was, it was just like a never ending cycle. So, and then like I was talking to my mom about it and she, she asked me if I thought maybe it was the fasting kind of like getting the toxins out of my body. And when she said that, I kind of, I kind of like agreed with her. I was like, well, that kind of makes sense because I've been doing it for a while and I've done, you know, I've put on some weight and probably really bad things into my body over the years. And so it's probably finding these things and, and getting it out of my body just in this kind of rash way. Well, you know, that really can happen because when we, um, our, our fat 
is, is also a protective mechanism for our bodies. So when you have excess toxins floating around in your system and your body doesn't know what to do with them, they'll shove them into your fat cells for storage and keep them there. So as you're losing fat, things are being released from your fat cells, and that really can stir up these toxins that um, that were, were there all along, but they were just like protected in that little bubble of the fat cell. So that might not yeah, sound very really sciencey. Yeah, it was just so but, strange <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, it was so weird because like it wasn't the same kind of rash. You know, it wasn't always on my arm and it wasn't always on my chest. It was just different every day. So that's what was really the weird part about it. But then, so that went on from like January to March and then they kind of stopped. And then in April, April 17th, I started one meal a day. I was just like, you know, I've had, like, I don't need full eight hours to eat. I'm tired of eating and I just want to go to one meal a day, you know, really, really jump in with two feet. And so I started, um, one meal a day, April 17th, and I have not looked back and I've been doing it ever since. So, so it, just, I, it, it was, it felt right at that time. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I think that's just where my body is most happy. And it's just what works for me and my, my schedule with being a busy, you know, college student and a part-time employee too. So I, I just love the one meal a day. And I think I wanted to say I started out like 22 hours. So I like went 22 hours straight. I, you know, I didn't do 20 and then four. I just really didn't want a snack. I just wanted to just eat my meal and be done with it. So I've really been doing that since April 17th. So you just, you eat and then you're done and you are satisfied and that's it. Then, and you're happy and it feels good. And some, uh, some days like granted, I'm a little more hungry. So I'll have my one meal, maybe around three. And then the next day, We all face stress in our daily lives. What if the answer to a better stress response is in one key nutrient? I'm talking about magnesium, and specifically, Magnesium Breakthrough by by Optimizers. This one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium, which could have a positive effect on our stress response. But don't take my word for it. Here's a quote from a 2020 issue of the scientific journal Nutrients. Results suggest that stress could increase magnesium loss, causing a deficiency. And, in turn, magnesium deficiency could enhance the body's susceptibility to stress, resulting in a magnesium and stress vicious circle. I only recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress resilience and better sleep. Simply go to bioptimizers.com ifstories promo code IFSTORIES10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's bioptimizers.com slash IFSTORIES, promo code IFSTORIES10. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know what a fan I am of Dr. Tim Spector and the work he's doing with Zoe. I was first introduced to his work in 2015, and I've been following his research ever since. What I love most about the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast is that they have weekly interviews with world-leading experts who explain how their latest research can benefit your health. Recently, I was thrilled to finally meet him face-to-face as we recorded an episode for the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, and this episode aired on 
on April 11th. We had a chance to talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study, and I had the opportunity to explain the clean fast to Jonathan, which may explain why he didn't enjoy his prior experiences with fasting. Search for Zoe Science and Nutrition on your podcast player or on YouTube to hear the latest episode, and don't forget to look for the April 11th episode to hear me, Tim, and Jonathan talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study. I won't eat until after work, so I'll get like a really good 24, 25 hour fast. So it kind of keeps my body guessing. But sometimes if I am hungry or if we're going out to eat with my family, I'll have like a little snack before and then go eat. So it's just really, it's just, you know, it's different. And, but mainly it's one meal a day I sit and I eat and then I'm done. And that's, that's really where my body is most happy. So yeah, that's, and that's the key. And I love that you're listening. And on a day that you're hungrier, you'll eat earlier because it feels right. Or if you have a special occasion, you'll eat differently, but that's really the key of, of making it be a lifestyle is learning to listen to your body. Mm -hmm. That's really, I think one of the big things that intermittent fasting has brought to me is like self-awareness because I, you know, I was always very self-aware of everything going on around me, but I was never in tune with my body. And I was always anxious and wanting to, to be in tune with my body. And I was just like, how do I do this? You know, I see all these people that are like, I listen to my body and I know what's going on with it. And I'm like, well, how? And then so finally, yeah. So now I can hear it and I'm, I know when things are wrong and I know when I'm more hungry or like when I, you know, when something's up and everything. So it's, it's really brought me this self-awareness that I really, really longed for, for so long. Well, whatever happened with the rash or did it just stop? Yeah. So it kind of, so when I would throughout that January to March, when I would take Advil, my like face would swell up. So I, so after, so the first time I took Advil, it it swelled up at work and I had to leave. And then I took it again and I was like, okay, this is what's happening. So I stopped taking Advil and I was just taking Tylenol and that's when like the swelling kind of stopped. And then the rashes, yeah, they started just to kind of get fewer and fewer And then after that long, I was just like, you know, I think I just need to fast a little longer. So they kind of just diminished. So I was just, I guess, really patient with the fast, like throughout those two and a half months. And then, yeah, my body was, I guess it got rid of all those toxins and it didn't really need to, to the, the rashes didn't need to happen anymore. All right. Well, that's interesting. I'm glad you stuck with it and (laughs) that you came out the other side. I'm, I'm glad about that. So tell me what your mom is doing. Is she still sticking with it? What does she think? Also, I want, is she my age? Is she 50 yet or is she younger than me? She will be 48 in July. So she's almost there. She's a little younger than me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She does one meal a day, but her window is like a little longer. She likes to eat, like break her fast around three and then eat dinner when she gets home, like 530 or 630. And then like, she, you know, she likes to have wine and everything. So hers is really a longer window, but she only really has like a snack and then a meal. But yeah, she yeah, it sounds has, like she and I have a very similar routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, um, she kind of diminished her window with me as I went along, but I just have a way shorter window because she doesn't have any weight to lose at all. So um, I have that minimum window because I'm still in the weight loss mode. So yeah. And she, she really works from, she works at home and then she'll go to the studio around like 12 or one. And then she'll be at the studio until like four or five. So she has just a different schedule than I do. And she doesn't need to fast for as long as I need to either. So she's not teaching evening classes. 
No. So she actually, she actually stopped teaching when they opened the second studio and she's just kind of like the back, you know, she does all the paperwork and everything. And they call her the, the president of CK. Like she's kind of like, just she'll like um, go around or like the principal, I'm sorry, the principal of CK. So she'll like go around and make sure everything's okay. And she'll just be sitting in her office because um, she opened the studio with my aunt and then their other partner, which is technically like, you know, she's part of our family too. And so they are the two people that mainly teach. And then there's other employees and everything. But yeah, she stopped teaching when they opened the second studio. Well, I'm glad that she's feeling well and doing it. And see, this is the thing. It's a healthy way to live. And she didn't need to lose weight to start with. She didn't start it for weight loss, but she has found a rhythm that works really well for her body. And she feels healthy and she feels great. And I bet it's going to help her as she goes through the the menopause process, because that's what I've found for me. You know, she's probably right in that same exact stage that I'm in. And the hormonal changes that you young girls have to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> but I really think fasting is making it easier. Has she said anything about that? Mm-hmm, yeah. So she, when we started in October, she kind of like was starting to get hot flashes and just kind of being really overly hormonal. And it's kind of helped with the hot flashes. And she's been able to sleep a lot better because she used to have That's to good. take like, you know, Advil PM or like melatonin to sleep. And, and now it's really helping with her sleep. So that's some of the ways and just like, you know, her overall skin and everything too. And the inflammation, of course, but yeah, she's, oh, yeah. she's getting all the benefits, but I'm not really sure if, if there's any other premenopausal stuff, but I do know the hot flashes and like her um, ability to sleep and stuff. Yeah. I really think it, it's helped me going through it. I mean, it's, it's impossible to know for sure because I never have gone through it without the fasting, but I do know just, you know, hearing what is typical for women our age and then comparing that to what I experience, it feels like I'm sailing through. So I hope, I hope the same is happening for her. So that's really good. So you're, um, you're a, a senior now. Mm-hmm. And you're you're sticking with it. And how about any of your your friends? Do you live with roommates? Do you have friends who are fasting? So I'm a part of the sorority Five Mu. So I live in like a little kind of cottage with like 25 of our Five Mu's. So um, well, really in my apartment, there's me and four other girls. I don't know. I've had a you know I've had a couple people be like, oh my gosh, you look so good. What are you doing? And I'll like express, you know, I'm like I'm intermittent fasting. And then sometimes I'll get like well, of course you're losing weight. You're starving yourself. And I, yeah, they then don't I'm get like, it, right? well, yeah. Then I'm like, well, you need to read this book and then we'll have a conversation. <laughs> and that See, that's like a really, stops. a really great, great way to be because you're like, you know, I'll be glad to talk to you about it after you do some reading because you don't have to engage with people who, who don't know. By the way, my best friend from college, her daughter is a fine you at Alabama. So I thought I'd throw that out there. That apparently that's like the nicest sorority house in America. The yeah, they house have a at Alabama. Pretty nice house. Yeah. We're, <laughs> have you we're been nice. there? Have you visited? I have not visited, but um I have seen photos and I know people that are in that chapter and it's yeah. They are they are very luxurious over there. <laughs> they are. They're super fancy. <laughs> we were tri deltas at Wake Forest, so oh, we did not even so have fun. We didn't have houses. I mean, they, everyone's on campus. Like it was in a mm-hmm. dorm. It was like yeah, a we don't have tower. houses either. Okay. We just w- the Fimeus have just kind of taken over this one cottage at um, this apartment complex, and you know, Fimeu doesn't pay for it. We pay for it, but we just like right. to every year like make sure Fimeus are in it. So that's really our like idea of a house because Kennesaw doesn't let us have them. 
Well, yep. So I get it. Yeah. Wake Forest was the same way, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at this luxurious house that she's living in in Alabama and I'm like, man, that would be the <laughs> life, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just but lived in the expensive. dorm, <laughs> but it was yeah. the Tri-Delta hall in the dorm, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I get it. I get it. But yeah, I get like, I actually have had a couple, like our, some of my five new advisors they've started because they've had like troubles getting pregnant. And I'm like, well, have you tried intermittent fasting? So like a, um, one of them has stuck with it and she's fasting and I have a couple coworkers at work that have noticed my weight loss and they've asked me about it or I've, you know, a couple of my other friends, they've started it too. So I've had, I've had a, a good handful of people start it, but I've also had a good handful of people backlash me or like, I have this really good guy friend who he, um, you know, we've been friends forever and he came to one of my formals with me as a date. And we were, he's like really big into exercise and like counting your micros and everything. And we, (laughs) we kind of got in like a little argument about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I get it. He was like, so what do you do with intermittent fasting? And I like told him and he was like, well, um, you know, you just can't be like calories in calories out. And I was like, well, calories in calories out doesn't work for most people because of insulin. And he was like, well, insulin has nothing to do with it. And I was like, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I've been trying to find like a good article to send him so I can just like, um, you know, tell him about the calories in calories out, but I'm just waiting. Um, but he, you know, he understood it, but he was like, well, if you count your micros and you count what's going in and you exercise, you're going to lose weight. I'm like, that's not it. That's not it. Yeah. He needs to read some Jason Fung. That's what uh-huh, really convinced yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good stuff there. I've had a good amount of people do it, but I'm a really big advocate for it. I kind of started intermittent fasting in private, but now that I've gotten to see like all of the incredible, you know, non-scale victories and everything else on top of weight loss, I'm really just like, Hey, do you like, have you tried intermittent fasting? Do you know what that is? But like a lot of people are like, yeah, I kind of already intermittent fast. Like I'll have a coffee and then I'll go all day and then not eat till dinner. I'm like, well, what's in your coffee? Like, yeah, that's well, the question. It's well, cream. Question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had a coworker at work um, start it because um, I guess we were talking one day and they were like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I just eat one meal a day. I do intermittent fasting. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, that makes me so hungry just thinking about that and everything. And so <laughs> um, like two weeks ago, I get a Skype message and she's like, I downloaded an intermittent fasting um, app last night. And I was like, really? Like, I'm so happy. And she was like, you're happy? And I'm like, yes, I'm so happy for you. Like, it's going to be great. Like, it's just overall healing and everything. And then she's like, I'm going to do 16A. I'm like, okay. And then I get a Skype message on um, this past Wednesday. And she's like, girl, this fasting is so hard. And I was like, why? Like, why do you think that? And she's like, I'm just so hungry. I'm like, well, are you chewing gum or like drinking black coffee? She was like, well, I chewed gum this morning. I'm like, that's why like you're not supposed to chew gum. And then I explained to her about the insulin release and everything. And she was like, okay, well tomorrow I'll try it without gum. <laughs> so I haven't and seen her since to the black coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, make really? sure there's nothing in your coffee. No Stevie. That's nothing. so important because people, people start and then they're like, yeah, it was too hard. I couldn't do it. And when you dig in, you can find something that they, you know, stop putting the lemon in your water, stop chewing the gum, stop whatever it is that you're doing. And then, then you'll see the difference because it's amazing. I just remember how hard it was before I, I started fasting clean. Every day I was counting down the minutes till my window opened. Yeah. Like so famished. Yeah. 
one of my really good friends, she, you know, has seen the journey I've been on and everything. So she's kind of, I, you know, I introduced like the black coffee to her and she started drinking the black coffee and she's like, well, I really only drink coffee and then have lunch. And then I go until I get back from work and I eat dinner. So, you know, me and her and a couple other girls, we went out for Valentine's day and there I was like, I want to challenge you to do one meal a day for 30 days because I kind of, I felt like she needed that push to do it. And she's been doing it since Valentine's day. And, um, she's like, you know what? I, I'm not hungry as, as much as I thought I was. And she's like, I'm really feeling good. She's like, I'm really interested to see how the scale goes. So I'm like, you know, really glad she did it. Cause she was kind of dwindling and she's like, Oh, I don't really know if I can do it. I don't know if it works in my life, but I'm like, that's the great just thing about it. it. Cause yeah, it's flexible and you can do it. And one meal a day is easy if you just dive right into it. So I'm really interested to see how far she goes. But I also have a couple of people that are like, I just love food so much. I just can't, I just can't not eat. And I'm like, okay. I'm not going to try to, well, you know, to you. me, <laughs> that's why I do it because I love food so much. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I bet when you were doing that diet where you were having a chicken and a rice and a broccoli side every single day for lunch and dinner, I bet you were not loving food. No, I was, I was like, food cannot be more boring right now. That sounds really <laughs> boring, but right now, you know, what, what is a, what does a meal look like to you now? So recently I've gotten into the habit of like cooking something on Monday, like maybe like spaghetti or like chili or like I'm learning to cook more on my own now because I haven't really ever really cooked. So I'll cook something on Monday and then kind of eat it throughout the week as my one meal. Um, so I've r- really been on a Mexican kick lately. I don't know what it is. I but love I like, Mexican food. <laughs> I love taco <laughs> salads or like yeah. nachos or like enchiladas or something. So it's really, it's really all up in the air and I really listen to my body and what it wants and you know, if I'm at work and I'm like, I really want an enchilada or a quesadilla, then I'm like, okay, then I'm going to have one. And that's, that's a great thing is I don't have to, you know, keep my mind on food. And I'm just like, okay, that's what my body wants. And that's what I eat. Yep. You can delay it and you can have it later. And it's exactly what you want. And there's no chicken or broccoli or rice on the plate, unless that's what sounds good to you that day. Yeah. Yeah. And at first, of course, like I was eating still junk and eating really bad things, but I have really seen a big appetite correction in myself. And I used to be crazy about sweets. Like I would want them every day. As soon as I ate, you know, my body would be like, give me sweets. And now like I can barely even eat dessert and it's crazy, but I kind of like it. (laughs) Yeah. That really is such a change. And people don't understand that that's part of the process and it's going to happen. When people first start off with intermittent fasting and they're like, oh, delay, don't deny, they find themselves with, you know, quote, permission to eat the foods that they've been restricting. So sometimes people jump in and they kind of go crazy with some of these things, the sweets. Like for me, I was always craving this certain kind of Pop-Tart that I loved and I would never let myself have. Then I'm like, now I can eat the Pop-Tarts. But right now, if you tried to make me eat one of those Pop-Tarts, I would refuse. I don't like them. They're not good. You have to kind of get it out of your system. Once you realize nothing is off limits, you can have anything you want. You have all those things. They don't appeal anymore. They're like, well, what do I really want? And then what you want is different, but it's a process. So yeah. 
If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. And I like love these. So we have these like seasonal holiday Ritz crackers that are covered in chocolate. And I love them. Like, you know, oh, they I only, like come, out, they only yeah. come out a certain, um, you know, November or December. And my, and you're talking about box, the homemade ones or the ones in a box. They're, they're like the specialty they're Yeah. They're in the box. So you buy them okay, um, okay. and they're made by Ritz crackers, but they're just, okay. the I was thinking version. of a homemade version. Yeah. But, um, I love them growing up and like, I would always eat so many boxes during the holiday season. And like my stepmom bought me two boxes this year and I only ate like one of them. And I was like, I love these things. Like I want to eat more, but I can't. And now you're just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I've never had the store bought ones. They're good. I probably would like them that little salt, sweet, sweet kind of combo together. Mm-hmm. They It'd come really out. Good. There's those, and then there's um, white chocolate Oreo dipped ones during the holidays. But I'm not really a big fan of Oreos and like chocolate or anything, so I don't really eat those. But um, my family likes them too. They're really good, and they only come out like after Halloween and right before right. Christmas. So it's like a very there was some version like students would make, like you know, parents would make you know treats and around Christmas they'd bring them to me and I'd get all these amazing treats and there was some kind of version I think it was homemade but it was so good that crackery goodness I don't eat a lot of sweets these days either it's crazy like um we like I mentioned earlier we went to Mexico over Christmas and you know that's an all-inclusive so you can you can order your appetizer and your meal and your dessert all for yourself and I would you know everyone else would order dessert and I would maybe have a bite or two but I was like, I just really don't want dessert. And it's it's crazy right. to me because I was so crazy about sweets before. And you know, my husband and I went on a cruise in December and it was a five night cruise. And instead of ordering dessert, I would get a cheese plate. And it just yeah, you know, really idea. hit the spot. Yeah, because they always had a cheese plate on there. And so I'm like, I'll just have the cheese plate. And it was mm-hmm. you know, it was it seemed more appealing than the chocolate dessert that I used to always get, I would get two of them. I mean, I remember they'll let you have two. They'll bring you four, yeah. whatever you ask yeah. for. Instead of that, just bring me a cheese plate and it's just right. A few grapes or a piece of cheese. And it just felt like a perfect way to end the night. Yeah. That's a good idea. So yeah, try a cheese plate. I um, haven't been to an all-inclusive resort in a long time. We went to one in Jamaica for our honeymoon, but mm-hmm. um, they are a lot of fun. You get yeah. tired of the drinks too, don't you? Yeah, Those like fruity I, drinks. Mm-hmm. I, I used to love like fruity drinks, and now I would just I wouldn't either not drink or just get like a plain one, like with water, like not mixed with soda or something. And 
or like my teeth would hurt if I if I would have like a frozen margarita. It was so weird. I'm like, I don't know if I can drink any more of these. Yeah. And, and it, you know, thinking back to the days when it was off limits, of course, you were not old enough to drink it. <laughs> no, then. but yeah, but when I was <laughs> in Mexico, <laughs> you were, though, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. like my first, that was my first like introduction to drinks when I was a freshman in college and I was legal in Mexico. So it was definitely different when I went this year versus the last time because, you know, we were at breakfast every morning and lunch and dinner. And I really only had maybe two meals a day. Like some days I wouldn't have lunch. Like one day I was like, okay, I just need to fast until dinner. Like I just, my body you needs just a didn't break. didn't feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't gain any weight. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I, I was, was going to say, we were in Mexico with our son that's younger. He's still 20 now. He's not old enough, but we were in Mexico and he could drink in Mexico. And it was the weirdest thing watching him stand there <laughs> holding a beer. I'm like, this just feels very wrong. <laughs> But it, it was legal for him. So anyway, it was just, that was just a funny story. I know. Story. He but probably loved it. <laughs> I think he did. You know, he was always the one who's like, no, I don't drink at all. You know, of course, claiming. And then yeah. we would be as parents. Why are all the beers from the downstairs fridge gone? And both of our teen, <laughs> teen sons were like, wasn't me. Wasn't me. And one like, well, of them was like, someone. I think someone broke in while we were asleep. I'm like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to fall for that. <laughs> But when you have two, it's hard to know who to to blame. Yeah, so. they probably don't want to rat on themselves. <laughs> no, no, I still never never figured out who drank all those beers that time that they disappeared. But anyway, <laughs> we were not those parents that were like, "Here, everyone, drink at our house." We were like, "No, you know." It's yeah, not my happening, parents neither. They yeah, like the only time I really got to drink with my with my mom was when I started in Mexico, and it, right. she yeah, she was the same way. She was like, "It's so weird. You can sit at a bar." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just felt really wrong. But I will say my son, Cal, who's 21 now, we went um, after he graduated from Georgia Tech in May, we took a trip to the beach because we we have a beach condo. And I went with him just in, you know, an after graduation trip, just the two mm-hmm. of us. And we were there for a few days. And, you know, it was we're sitting at dinner and he's 21 and he's drinking a beer. And I'm like, I'm sitting with a grown up child. Yeah. <laughs> it just felt so nice, you know, that he's grown up and he's being responsible and we're hanging out like like two people. So I know that your mother probably really appreciates that too. Yeah, she calls me her adult child. <laughs> it is. You're, you're her adult child. And, you know, my other one just moved out and he's on his own, but um, he's still only 20. So <laughs> I had some wine over here and he's like, can I have this and take it to, I'm like, no, you're 20. You cannot take that to your apartment. <laughs> yeah, maybe <Anyway>. next year. <laughs> maybe after September, we'll see. He was trying to see if you you were gonna budge. <laughs> no, that's I've just you know I'm like one of those rule followers, so I, you know it's just who I am. I mean, I say that now, but before I turned 21, anyway, <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> it really is. So you mentioned earlier that you had some NSVs or non-scale victories. You mentioned that your foot didn't hurt anymore. What other non-scale victories have you found? So overall, my skin is, is incredibly better. Like it's, it's so soft and like I have, you know, freckles all over my body and I really struggle with acne growing up and I haven't, you know, I haven't had any acne or anything and I've actually gotten off all medications. Like I don't even take Advil or Tylenol anymore, which is crazy. 
that's really big for me. And I recently, like a couple days ago, I was talking with my mom and she was like, you know, what else have you seen within yourself? And when I was in seventh grade, I burned myself. I was getting like a pizza out of the oven and the pizza pan fell on my wrist and I have, I had a huge burn on it. And I like looked down the other day and it's gone. I mean, that just sounds crazy, but we hear that all the time. It sounds made up. I know it really but does. I believe like, you. I swear there <laughs> was there was a scar here. <laughs> yeah, um, and it, like a couple. It's of, true. Of my other, <laughs> a couple of my other scars have um, faded away too. Like I burned myself last year with a curling iron on accident on my leg, and it's it's almost completely gone. And what else do I have? I yeah, I don't have to wear my glasses anymore. I didn't have a terrible prescription anyway. It was like 1.25 or something. It wasn't bad. Like I only really needed them for reading or like doing schoolwork, but I haven't, I noticed I haven't really worn them since, since like November. That's amazing. So it's crazy. How about scale victories? How much weight have you, have you lost so far? So I've lost a total of 33 pounds so far. And I am doing the no way February because I, I was, I wasn't really crazy about weighing. Like I'm not like, you know, a a slave to the scale or whatever, but I would, you know, weigh occasionally. And I haven't weighed myself since I got back from Mexico, which is in, which was in January. And I was still 33 pounds down, but I've seen just incredible, like my body has been changing so much within the past two weeks, even. And like, I'm really excited to see how much I weigh on in March. So, um, you know, I really like doing the no way February and I've, I've never been crazy about the scale, but I was like, I'll just do it for fun, you know, see what goes on. But yeah, and then I've had to get links taken out of my watch like three times since I've started. That's fun. And it's crazy. Like my watch is kind of like my uh, accountability thing because when... Instead of honesty pants, you have an honesty watch. Yeah. So when it's like more loose, I'm like, okay, I can, I can maybe start getting some links out soon. Or like if it's a little tighter, which it hasn't been in a long time, that's I'm like, okay, what did I eat yesterday? Maybe it's a little too salty or something, or maybe I ate too much, but yeah, it's, it's really cool to see that just like, you know, some, some of my stretch marks are honestly going away. It's crazy. Like <laughs> I feel like I would never tell an intermittent fast for that because they'd be like, you're lying, <laughs> but they really that's have. True, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's crazy. It, it, the, the, the benefits are really sometimes unbelievable, but I do believe them because we've seen them every unbelievable benefit we've seen more than once. And, you know, like the gray hair disappearing that, I mean, that didn't happen for me. I still have gray yeah. hair and it did not disappear. <laughs> <laughs> My hairdresser knows how much gray I really have, but yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, people do have that crazy benefit occur. And it's fascinating to think of what, what's going on inside that we can't see. Oh, yeah. The overall focus and the brain clarity I have. Like I, on Tuesdays, I have class until 745 at night. And I, I'm like, I don't want to eat until after 745 because I don't want to be sleepy in my five o'clock class. So it's just crazy like to have to get up and be like, okay, I'm just going to school or going to work. And it's, it's just really freeing. It is. It's, it's very freeing. That's the best word I can think of as well. You're free to do what Mm -hmm. you want to do, what you need to do. And you're not ruled by having to get that food. Yeah. And I've noticed like, I have also started to live like a very minimalistic lifestyle. I've really been purging like my apartment lately. Like I'm like, okay, I'm going to clean my bathroom today. I'm going to clean my room today and my closet tomorrow. And like, I keep wanting to re-clean, but I'm like, there's nothing else to throw away. (laughs) 
and organize. You want to be organized. I just bought some new file folders today and I can't wait to organize my files. They're a big mess. Yeah. After we moved, I just dumped everything. I've got to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to see like it reflect in my everyday life. It carries over. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't get hangry anymore. Like if I'm hungry, I'm like, okay, it's just hunger pain. And I used to be like, okay, mom, I need to eat right now. And that's just a really big difference I've seen as well. I love that. Well, we are almost out of time. So what would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started? So what I would tell someone starting out, I would, I guess, just tell them to be patient. And that's probably not something that someone wants to hear because when I first started out, I, you know, we're still in that diet mentality and, you know, you want to drop weight as quickly as going to sleep the next night and like waking up and it's gone. And if you just stay with it and be patient, like your body's going to do what it's made to do and your body's going to get you to where your body is most happy. And if I wouldn't have been patient throughout the, all those rashes, I would have never gone to one meal a day. And I really just would have been in another spiral that I have been in in so many years. So I would just say, be patient and just focus on the clean fast every day and just take it day by day, because that's, that's where it's gonna, it's gonna get hard some days. And if you just be patient and remind yourself why you're doing this and how good you feel, you're going to be thankful that you stuck with it. Well, McKenna, that is great advice, and I loved hearing from you. And again, like I said before, it's just thrilling to think that you have gotten your way out of dieting now at the age of 21, and you're not going to have to keep going through this, you know, what diet should I try? You're free. And I just, I would like to travel back in time and hand myself a copy I know. I really, delay, wish, I really wish everyone in the, you know, everyone that's doing it, I'm like, can, you know, can I just like give it to you when you were my age? But I'm just, I'm just really grateful that, you know, she sent me that YouTube video that night and it just, I think it was just a sign and it was just crazy how it all uh, came together. So, yeah. And I love that you still remember it was October 16th of 2018. Yeah. So that was that night, ingrained. but it's cool because I started OMAD and intermittent fasting both on the 17th of October and April. And I didn't realize that until like a couple of days ago. Oh, that's cool. Well, McKenna, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast.